888-835-2414. This is Blogging with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Blogging with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. <laughs> I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 331, we're going to be talking about how to make a part-time income with your blog. Yep, this is part two in the series on making money with your blog. Last week, we spoke all about how to make your first dollar, and next week, we're going to be diving into how to make that leap to full-time. But for today, we're going to tackle the in-between stages. How do you start ramping things up from validating your idea through your first sale to making a decent amount of money with a limited amount of time? I'm going to give you the keys to going part-time, how to plan for it, and, and the steps that you need to take to make it all come together. I want you to know that it's possible, and if you take action on the tips that I'm going to be sharing this episode, you're going you're gonna to be on your way to making it a reality. So making a part-time income with your blog, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, this right here is the stage. This is where the magic starts to happen. <laughs> I, I don't want to like oversell it or anything of that sort or overhype it. But this is the stage that gets me excited. And I want to know that everything, I want to let you know that everything I talk about in this episode, episode 331, you can find the detailed show notes. I should stop calling them show notes. I should just call it like a comprehensive article. But if you go to becomeablogger.com slash three three one, all of the resources, all of the information that I mentioned will be there. I'm like I'm taking this really seriously. I, I checked myself into a hotel last week and I wrote like eight of the most detailed articles ever. Um and I want to step up my game with these articles so that you can get as much value as possible from these episodes. All right. Is that does that work for you? And if you do have a question that you would like for me to address on this show in a future episode, you know what to do. Just call the hotline at 888-835-2414 and leave your message. And if you don't know, that is my beautiful wife. That's her voice singing. It's not me. If you thought it was me, I'm sorry to disappoint you. It's just not me. And I got to let you know that this episode is brought to you by my Become a Blogger Coaching Club. If you want to take your blog into the next level, you want to be coached by me and get someone to hold your hand as you, 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 you take this blogging journey, head on over to bloggercoaching.com and you can check that out. On that note, let us talk about going to part-time income with your blog. But before we do that, let's review what we spoke about in last episode. We spoke about the fact that in order to make money with your blog, you need a can you say it with me? Let's you say it with me. All right? Unless this is the first episode and you have no idea what I'm talking about. But number 1, you need a specific audience with a specific problem to solve and a specific solution to that specific problem. All right? Now, 
the other day, well, well, it it wasn't just the other day. It was actually a few years back. <laughs> but something happened. I was working at a boarding academy. My wife and I were both working at the boarding academy. And it was her birthday. It was it was her birthday, but it was one of those birthdays where the main thing you do during a birthday is you work <laughs> because we had full-time jobs. I mean, uh, the, uh, people don't just give you time off for your birthdays these days. That's just not the way it works. So we're coming home from a long day of work, and we walked up to the door like it was any other day, but it wasn't. There was something different about this day. Uh, as we got to the door, I asked my wife to close her eyes, and then she was like, um... Okay, <laughs> so she closed her eyes. We walked in the door. Oh wait, no, I didn't ask. You the, this I'm, I'm confusing two stories. We walked in the door, and there was something different about the house. There was a brand new living room set, and I said surprise. <laughs> now I said surprise. I was all animated and excited, and my wife just kind of stood there, like, wait, what? I I don't understand what's what's happening <laughs> because hey here's the thing right this was the first time it became real this was the first time that all that time that I was spending in front of my computer every day saying that I was doing this thing called blogging <laughs> I was a blogger what's a blogger so all this time that I'm spending in front of my computer blogging, it was actually starting to make money that affected our daily lives. And she was able to see that. It was the moment that I kind of went pro, at least in her eyes. <laughs> oh, man. It, it, listen, that moment changed everything. And as I mentioned, in order to make money with your blog in order to get to this point, to that point where you can surprise your spouse <laughs> with the couch and the living room set that was bought through your blogging is by finding a specific audience with a specific problem to solve and providing them with a specific solution. Now, let's talk about how... How you get from there, you know, that first dollar of last episode, that first 50 or the first 500 or 5,000, 50,000, whatever it is. How do you get from there to a part-time income? These are the keys. Are you ready for the keys? Number one. Key number one. Create consistent content. Create consistent content that provides value. This is going to be a core part of everything we're going to be talking about today. It's going to be a core part of, of you being able to go from, hey, I just made $5 to, hey, I'm making $500 a month. If I'm making $1,000 a month. I'm making two, dollars $3,000 a month. That consistent content providing that consistent value, that is going to be the thing that drives everything. All right? That's number one. Number two, consistently get the right people to your content. Having the content is not enough. You have a, you're going to have to have people that are coming there on a consistent basis if you want to ramp things up. It should make 
perfect sense. If you don't have anybody coming to your blog, you won't be making any money. It's that simple. Number three, you have to have a process to convert those subscribe those visitors into subscribers. Now, one of the lines that I love to say is that your email list is one of your most valuable assets. And I say that because it's true. <laughs> this is the tool that you're going to be using to, 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 to interact with these people, to, 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 to get that no like and trust factor by sending them valuable content over time. All right, you want to get as many of the right people on that email list as possible. And lastly, you need to have a process to convert those subscribers into customers because this is how you make money. All right? So you need consistent content. You need to consistently get the right people to your content. You need to have a process to convert those visitors into subscribers and then have a process that converts your subscribers into customers. Make sense? All right. So how are we going to make money? Let's talk about this. There are a few things that you can do to make money with your blog. I want to highlight some of those things right now. Number one, shouldn't be a surprise because this is what we spoke about in last podcast episode. And that's all about promoting products and or services as an affiliate. If you have not listened to last episode, I highly recommend for you to take some time and, and, and do it. All right? Because it goes over everything you need to know where that's concerned to get started and to start making some money with affiliate products. All right, that's number one. Number two, selling your own digital products. Now, this right here, for me, is like my favorite way to make money online. Selling your own digital products. Now, there are pros and cons to selling your own digital products. Let's talk a little bit about those right now. Number one, pro. Pro number one. You ready for pro number one? This is my favorite pro. This is the best pro of them all. And that is, you make all the money. <laughs> well, of course, minus the transaction fees. There is no, you get 30% or 10% or 50%. No, 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 no. The money you make for selling your product, that is your money. Now, of course, there you have expenses. You have expenses regardless of what you do. But at least in selling your own digital product, you make all the money. N next pro. Selling more doesn't take a lot of extra effort because this is all digital, baby. So whether someone buys one or a 100 people buy one, it doesn't take anything extra from you to make that transaction happen. It's digital. Don't, don't you love that? It's awesome. Okay, so pro number two, selling more doesn't take a ton of extra effort. And pro number three, because this is your own product, your process, and all that good jazz, you can refine and optimize the entire process. There are certain products that I've sold in the past that I just didn't like how people flowed through the customer journey. But if it's something that I create, I own, I can be involved every step of the way, and I can make sure to optimize the things that are important to me. 
I can I can determine the the emails that they get at specific points. I can make sure that it is 100% in line with how I would do it because you know what? I'm doing it. Or at least my team is doing it. <laughs> okay? So those are the pros. You make all the money. Selling more doesn't take a bunch of extra effort and you can refine the entire process. You can optimize the entire process and that my friend is a beautiful thing now is it all a bed of roses no it's not there are some cons uh, the, the downside to creating a digital product some of these aren't really downsides but they are things that you got to be aware of number one you actually have to create the product. And creating a product takes time. It takes a lot of effort. And, and in most cases, there, there's going to be a lot to learn. It's not easy. All right? Now, it gets easier over time. But there's a lot that you have to learn in order to do it well. Another con, you have to provide the support. Or at least, you have to have people that are providing the support. And this can take a lot depending on the kind of product that you're creating, but you are responsible for this process. Next thing, you have to create the processes. Everything. I mean, uh, the, the sales page, the, the, the emails, you have to set up the technology. And when I say you have to set it up, I mean you are responsible for making that all happen. So whether you're doing it or you're getting somebody else to do it, there's a lot more to consider when you are selling your own digital product. All right? So that's way number two that we're going to be making money, selling digital product. The third way that we can be making money with our blog is by providing a service. Now, once again, there are pros and there are cons to this. Let's talk about the pros. Number one, well, you don't really have to create a product. Uh, creating a product, like I mentioned, takes time and effort, and in most cases, there's a lot to learn. But when you're providing a service, in many cases, you're de depending on your expertise. All right? So that's the no another pro. You're leveraging an expertise that you already have, or maybe you're in the process of learning that expertise, becoming an expert. So this is not going to take a ton of, or it doesn't have to take a ton of expertise extra effort on your part because the knowledge is something that you've already acquired or you are already acquiring. And as a result of that, you can start selling this quicker. One of the things that I did when I left my job is I offered one-on-one -on -one coaching. Now, with one-on-one -on -one coaching, I didn't have to put up a uh, an elaborate sales page. I didn't have to have an elaborate sales process. I recorded a podcast episode. I let people know that I was um, uh, offering coaching. I sent out a few emails and within a few days, I had four coaching clients. It didn't take a bunch to set it up. All right, so those are some pros of providing a service. Now, are there some cons? Of course. Con number one, it takes your time and your time is a limited resource. In other words, there's a limit to how much of that you can do. It's not like a digital product where if 100 people signed up, if 100 people signed up for my coaching right now, it just wouldn't happen. <laughs> I only take a handful of clients because I know my time is a limited resource and it limits how much you can do. Con number two, to make more money, you have to do more or charge more. Okay? That, that means that there will be somewhat of a limit to how much a person can do. Uh, obviously, there's a limit to how much a person can do. Um, 
because you're in essence exchanging time for money. So this is not the 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 the, the type of monetization uh, that I prefer. It's one that I do because there are certain things that I just really enjoy. I really enjoy coaching, and I really enjoy the mastermind stuff that I'm doing right now. Um, but I know that there's a limit to how much of that I can do. Is there a limit to how many ebooks I can sell? Nah, yo. Send 10,000 people to buy my ebook. I don't have an ebook, but if I had an ebook, send 10,000 people to buy it. That will just make me happy. <laughs> it's just going to make me happy um, because it's not taking more of my time to make the transaction happen. All right? So those are the ways that we're going to be making money. And my recommendation is to choose one or two. You may choose to promote affiliate products and create your own product. You may choose to provide a service and recommend an affiliate product. You may choose to do all three of them. It just all depends on your time and what provides the most value to your audience. Okay, so now that we have that foundation, let's get into the how-to. How do you make that part-time income? First thing I want you to do, is plan the journey. Plan the journey. In last episode, we spoke about making your first dollar. We spoke about um, choosing an affiliate product and, and how you're going to be promoting that. And once again, I highly recommend for you to go and check that episode out. But what I want you to do now, because we're trying to be more strategic, we're trying to get to, uh, 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 we're trying to get farther along on this making money with our blog thing. Okay. I want you to identify your first three affiliate products that you're going to focus on, okay? I want you to identify your first three affiliate products that you're going to focus on. Now, of course, these three affiliate products should, as we mentioned in the last episode, uh, solve three specific problems that your target audience is facing, Okay? And what I want you to do, you're going to be focusing your efforts on these three products. And you may be saying, yeah, but I have so many products that I could promote, so many affiliate services that I can promote. Okay, that's fine. We're going to get there. But for right now, I want you to focus. We're going to expand in the future. But as you're getting this process going, having that focus is going to allow you to have a greater impact. And that is what I want for you. So identify your first three affiliate products that you're going to focus on. Next, I want you to choose a product to create or a service to provide. Okay? I want you to choose to prov uh, a product to create or service to provide. What kind of product do you think would provide value to your audience? Is it going to be an ebook? Is it going to be a course? Um, are you going to provide coaching? Is it going to be tutoring? Is it going to be website setup and design? Whatever. I want you to think about it from a perspective of what can provide, how can I provide the most value to my audience? How can I best serve my audience? All right? So we've identified our first three affiliate products, we've chosen a product that we want to create, that's my preference, or a service that you want to provide. You can choose to do this if you don't want to go through the product creation process. 
And then I want you to plan the most logical customer journey because you know what you're promoting. You know and understand the, 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 the value that these products or services provide to your audience. Now it's time to plan out that most logical customer journey. I want you to actually create a narrative for this journey. And here's how the, the narrative is going to go. All right, you ready for this? The narrative is going to flow in this sequence. Someone stumbles onto your post and they want to know more. Uh, they, 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 are, they are directed to a page that highlights a logical sequence of content. All right, so they, they've gotten to post number one, and maybe they go from post number one to post number two because it just makes sense to go in that sequence. They see that you have a valuable lead magnet because they are suffering with a specific problem, and that lead magnet is tugging on their problem-solving wishes. <laughs> so they opt in to that value to get that valuable lead magnet. Now, a lead magnet, if you don't know, is is like a free gift that you give someone for signing up. Let's say it's a free ebook, a free resource, a free something that you provide in exchange for them giving you their name and email address. Okay, so they stumble onto a post and they want to know more. Maybe they go to another post because it just makes sense. It's the next logical step. They, they see that you have some valuable lead magnet, whether it's in the sidebar, it pops up on the screen, and they think to my, themselves, this is what I need. This sounds like it addresses this problem that I have. And once they opt in, they go through a logical value-adding sequence of emails. All right, so there's a specific sequence of emails that they're going through that's going to help them on this journey that they are on. And they get introduced in this process to the products or services that you recommend, but they get introduced to them in a specific sequence that makes sense. And then they buy. They buy again, and they buy again. <laughs> Does that make sense? So I'll give you an example. With my biology blog, this is, I, 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 I grew a biology blog, and then I sold it just last year. But with my biology blog, people that came to that blog came to that blog because they, they, maybe they heard about it from a friend. Hey, this blog has really good information to help you pass your physiology classes. These are students that are in upper-level biology classes, and they're taking physiology, struggling to understand their professor. So they come, and they watch one video on my blog, and it makes sense to them. And this video might be an introduction to the nervous system. And then when they finish watching that video, they see that there's the next video in the sequence that is how neurons work or the structure of a neuron. And then they go on to the next one that's the function of a neuron. And they are learning. They're getting so much value. And while they're going through this content, they see that I have this resource, a free resource on seven tips to help you pass your biology class. Now, as you can imagine, 
if they're getting value from that content, then when they see that, they're going to be like, listen, I want to know what these tips are because I'm struggling to understand my professor and uh, I, I want to pass this class. So let me go ahead and sign up for this, um, this free resource. They sign up for that free resource. They get introduced to me in a, in a sequence of emails. And at that time, I only had one product to sell, which was a physiology study guide. Now, as you can imagine, they got, in val they got value in the content that they consumed on the blog. They got value from the free resource. They got value from the emails that I sent to them automatically. And then when they see now that I have this human physiology study guide that they can purchase for $35, they're going to be way more likely to actually buy it. And then imagine if I had a course that went on beyond that. They would a certain percentage of people would purchase that as well. You want to create that narrative. Write out that story. What does that perfect customer journey look like? All right. So now we, we've planned out that journey. We have an idea of that most logical customer journey and what it looks like. The next step is to create your content calendar. Now, content is what is going to drive your entire business. If, that, if you're a blogger, if, if your business is built around your blog, the content is what's going to drive that business. So it is important for you as you are trying to go part-time with your blog, it is important for you to plan your content with your audience's goals in mind. Now, I have created a, a spreadsheet that can help you with this. It's called my blog content calendar spreadsheet. It is available for you 100% free, free of charge at bloggingspreadsheet.com. So go to bloggingspreadsheet.com and you can download that and that is going to help you plan out your content. Now, you remember I mentioned that I want you to... Uh, uh, kind of have your content in a logical sequence, I want to give you an idea. I want to give you some ideas for content that is effective for selling. All right? And once again, this is all going to be in the notes on the, in the article, becomeablogger.com slash 331. Now, imagine creating these, I think it's 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Yep, these 10 articles or 10 pieces of content in this specific sequence. Number one, why you should dot, dot, dot. Number two, how I got into dot, dot, dot. Number three, X number of mistakes. So, so like five mistakes specific audience makes when dot, dot, dot. All right, so five mistakes physiology students make when trying to pass their physiology class or something along those lines. So X mistakes, insert your audience, makes when, insert your topic. Number, what number are we at? I didn't number these. One, two, three, four. Okay, so we're at number four. Let me change these bullets to numbers. There we go. Oh, now it's letters. <laughs> number D, what to do before, dot, dot, dot. How to, dot, dot, dot. A step-by-step -step guide for dot, dot, dot. How, 
this specific product or service can help you accomplish a specific goal. What success looks like or will look like when you dot, dot, dot. A case study on how a specific person did a specific thing and got a specific result. And lastly, a call to action. Do these X number of steps right now. Now, I don't know if you noticed this, but what I did there is I have a, that's a sequence of topics that you can cover in just about any industry where you're teaching people about how to do something, from why they should to how you did it to mistakes that people make when trying to accomplish specific goals to what you have to do before, a general how-to, a detailed step-by-step guide and how this product or service can help you do such and such what success looks like, and then a case study with a call to action. Those 10 articles can be very powerful for selling. Now, uh, here's the bonus to doing it this way. If you follow these steps and you create this sequence of content, you can actually repackage that ex- the, the, those 10 articles as a product. Because it contains just about everything they need to know about that particular topic. So you get that added benefit. Maybe you want to repackage this and have it as a freebie, uh, a lead magnet that you want to give away. That's perfectly fine. Or maybe you want to repackage it and, and, and sell it as a product. You'd have to modify it a little bit, make some tweaks, but it provides a ton of value. Okay, so... Create your content calendar. Get that blog content calendar spreadsheet and just start planning out your content. What's the next step? Next step is we need to create some kind of lead magnet. Now, this lead magnet, as I mentioned, is, is like a free gift. This, this A resource that you're giving away in exchange for the email. Someone comes to your blog uh, because they want to learn about something in particular, and then you have this free resource that will help them do that thing in particular. So they sign up to your email list. Now, this can be very simple, but it should help them solve a specific problem. So here are some examples that you can use for a lead magnet. It can be something like your top five tools to help you such and such. Or how to do something. <laughs> how to solve this specific problem. In other words, uh, or for example, how to pass your biology classes. Or it can be a utility, something that they can use to help them on their journey. So for example, I have my blog content calendar spreadsheet. That is a utility. It's a spreadsheet that you can use to plan out your blog content. So I want you to create that lead magnet. This is what's going to get people into your funnel, and then you can go from there. All right? So create your lead magnet. The next step is to create your product or your service, the listing for that product or service. So if you do decide, hey, I'm going to step things up right now. I'm going to create a product. I'm going to create a service. Um, There are some things that you can create. There are a number of things that you can create. Uh, You can create an an ebook. 
All right, these, these can be very simple to create. So if you followed the steps that I mentioned above, you may even repackage that, those 10 articles, as an ebook. And you can use any word processing program. You can use Microsoft Word to do this. You can use Google Docs. The key thing is you're going to be exporting it as a PDF. Now, I did do a podcast episode on how to create and sell an ebook. It's very detailed, and it's episode number 240. So if you go to becomeablogger.com slash 240, you'll be able to check that out. And of course, I am linking to all of that in the show notes. Or maybe you want to create a course. Now, if you, if you do decide to create a course, I would recommend going the route of using a service like uh, Thinkific or Teachable. These are, the, you know, I wish these were around when I first got started because they make it so easy to create a very good course without having to know all of the technology behind it. It's just ridiculously easy these days now, the way they have these services set up. Or you may decide to provide a service. And that could be anything from consulting to coaching or tutoring. Whatever it is you decide to do, I want you to create that resource. Now, in some cases, you may choose to uh, sell it first and create it later. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I did. Not kind of. That's what I did when I launched my coaching club. I left my job and I needed a product to sell. So I launched a coaching club where they paid X amount of dollars every single month. And I would create certain amount of training every month. And I did that for a while until I had all of the training that I needed. All right. So you may choose to pre-sell or you may choose to sell it. Um, uh, I mean, to create it first and sell it after. Okay. So what we have so far, we have our we have an idea of the product and service we want to create. We've planned out the most logical customer journey. We've created our my our content calendar. Uh, you've created your lead magnet. You've created your product or the service listing. Next thing you need to do is create a sales page. If you're going to sell something, you've got to have a page on your blog to sell it. And fortunately, there are many options out there for creating sales pages. I'm going to give you three. Option number one, this is the simplest option. It's not the best option, but it works and it lowers the barrier to entry. You don't have to learn a new system or anything of that sort. And you can just create a regular page on your blog. You don't have to buy something new in order to get started. Just create a regular page. Uh, yes, it's going to have all of the navigation menu and these additional things that you don't necessarily want on a sales page, but it's better than nothing. And I've seen people build very successful businesses without having professional sales pages. I'm not saying don't be professional, but I'm saying... Don't let this be a barrier to you actually creating that sales page. So that's number one. You can create a regular page on your blog. Number two, you can use a landing page generator, something like Thrive Architect, which is the one that I use. And it's the one that I recommend because there's no monthly fee. You can just buy the plugin for, I think it's 67 bucks. And, and then you can create as many landing pages as you'd like to create. Another service is lead pages that allows you to create landing pages. Uh, lead pages is easier to use than Thrive Architect, but you have a monthly fee that you pay for that. I personally like to avoid <laughs> additional monthly fees. Uh, and, and I mean, I, well, quite frankly, I am paying for lead pages as well. 
but I use Thrive Architect more because I think it's more accessible for more people. So that's option number two. Option number three is you can, if you're using, like let's say you decide to create a course and you're using Teachable or Thinkific, they have their own built-in sales pages that you can use um, so you can feel free to use that. All right, so we've created our product uh, and now we've created our sales page. These are all going to be essential steps to help us sell these products. The next step is to create a goal-directed autoresponder campaign. A goal-directed autoresponder campaign. Now, what is the goal? It's to make a sale. I mean, of course, it is to provide value and all that stuff, but we're also creating a, uh, uh, an autoresponder campaign with the explicit purpose of getting to the sale. Now, when creating this uh, autoresponder campaign, I want you to keep that customer narrative in mind. You can call this the customer journey. You remember we spoke about this earlier. You have an idea of what that customer journey is, uh, is what it looks like, and you know what sequence makes the most sense. What is the most logical order for them to, 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 to get access to these products and these services? Okay? And these are the questions that I want you to ask as you're taking the customer journey into consideration. Question number one is this. What information do they need to accomplish their goals or overcome the hurdles that they're going to encounter? What info do they need to accomplish goals or overcome hurdles? That's question number one. Question number two. How can you give them a quick win? Like, can you provide them with a tip that's going to make a, a quick difference in in, in in what they're able to accomplish. So uh, just an example, one of the things that I did when I was in college and I was studying biology is before I went to class, I would kind of outline what the teacher is going to talk about. Then I would listen to what the teacher talks about in class. And then right after the class, I would kind of re refresh, like recap. Okay, so this is what they went over. So I know what they're going to cover. I hear what they cover, and then I just refresh my memory right after that lecture. And by doing that, it made the world of difference. And I can provide that then as a tip to the people that are signing up to my email list, and they're going to have like the best results from that. Simple things gives them a quick win. Another question to ask is, how can you provide them with value? Once you have the answers to these questions, then... You go ahead and create that autoresponder campaign. Create that content that you're going to be sending to them via email that's going to help them accomplish those goals, overcome those hurdles, get those quick wins, and receive all that value. This is going to be a part of your blogging sales funnel. Now, uh, if you want to dig, dig a little deeper into this, Man, I, I love how interconnected all of these topics are. Uh, but I did a talk at Social Media Marketing World on how to create a blogging sales funnel to increase your revenue. It was episode number 325. Uh, there's a, a, a hilarious video at the top of that podcast episode, and you definitely want to check that out. But if you need some more tips on creating your blogging sales funnel, becomeablogger.com slash 325. All right, so we've 
created our product, we have our sales page, we now have our lead magnet and our autoresponder sequence that's going to introduce them to the products and services that we provide. We are creating content content consistently according to our blog content calendar. We're trying to go part-time. We're trying to go pro here. Now it's time to get the word out there. Now this is the part that really takes the most time, right? But it's a necessary part of the entire equation. I spoke a little bit about, uh, you know, what you can do to get the word out there about your the post that you created in last episode. Um, but there are a few tips that I want to mention. Because as you're growing your blogging business, these are going to be important. Number one, just keep creating consistent content. That's going to be important, as I mentioned before. Number two, learn about and optimize your content for the search engines. In other words, you got to start learning about SEO, search engine optimization. Does it sound complicated? Does it sound like a lot? It's not really a lot. Um, it can be a lot, but there are some basic things that you can do to help you in that process. And guess what? Do I have a podcast episode on the topic? Absolutely. Episode number three, I mean, 234, WordPress SEO, how to get your blog ranked in Google. So check that out. It's, there's all kind of like further study that you can get from this podcast episode. So learn about and optimize your content for the search engines. Number three, optimize your content for social sharing. These are things you're just going to have to learn about. Choose a social network to focus on. And go all in. What a lot of people, uh, uh, one of the mistakes I see a lot of people doing is they hear that you need to be on all these social media networks. So they go on all these social networks and they try to do everything. They try to be everywhere at once and it doesn't work well. No, I want you to choose one to focus on and go all in. Then I want you to diversify your social strategy over time. Also, I want you to collaborate with other bloggers. Go out there and meet people whether online or offline, by attending events and all that good stuff, this is going to be so important to help you to grow your blogging business. And lastly, nurture your community. Now, does that sound like a lot? Because if so, then great. <laughs> then I, then, I, actual, then I, I painted an accurate picture of what it takes to do this. I don't want you to be misguided and think, you know, you, I saw this person that said I could build a business, no no list, no traffic, no experience, blah, blah. No, no, no. Don't believe the hype. Building a business takes work. And I want you to know that. What's the last step? There's one more step. The last step is this. And this is the thing that so many bloggers overlook. And it's so, I mean, it just makes sense. Analyze what works. So what a lot of people do is, you know, they start they start having a little bit of success and they just keep running in all kinds of different directions. All right, I'm going to do this this time. I'm going to do this. And they don't sit back to analyze what is actually working. They get on this hamster wheel of creating more content, of putting a bunch more things out there. Just hopefully, you know, this makes money and okay, yeah, this worked. All right, let me try this now. Oh, this worked even better. Okay, let me try this other thing. No, 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 no. I don't want you to do that. I want you to be different. I want you to analyze your results. Like look at the numbers. 
what is selling? What's not selling? What are the open rates on my email? What are the conversion rates? What's working? And I want you to use this information. I want you to use this data to refine what you do. I want you to be data-based. Data-based? <laughs> I want you to base your decisions on data or data, depending on where you are in the world. And this right here is what's going to set, set you up for the next step, which is, or the next phase, which is going pro, going full time. Now I want to give you some action steps. You ready for the action steps? Number one, create a content calendar. We spoke about it. Now create it. Get, go to bloggingspreadsheet.com. Uh, number two, create a lead magnet. And number three, create your product or service. Number four, create your autoresponder sequence. And number five, promote your content. Woo, that was a whole lot. That's that. Yeah, you know what, Leslie, Leslie, you know what? That was a lot. I got you. But it's all good, you know, because this is what it takes to go pro. And next week, we're going to go even more pro. It's going to be about how to make a full-time income with your blog. We're taking it to the next level, y'all. That's what we're doing here. And I'm excited. Uh, this was episode 331. You can go to becomeablogger.com slash 331. If you missed anything, anything at all, it'll all be there. Now, of course, I got one simple call to action for you. If you want to take your blogging business to the next level, you want to be coached by me, you want somebody to hold your hand, if you, I want to invite you to check out the Become a Blogger Coaching Club. It is unlike any other blog training program out there because in addition to all the great training I have on how to build a business with a blog, you also get direct access, access to me to answer your most pressing questions. If there's anything you're struggling with related to starting or growing your blogging business, you can ask and I will return your questions with a video explaining or showing you exactly what to do screen by screen turn by turn concept by concept that's bloggercoaching.com head on over to bloggercoaching.com and let's get this party started that's it for now this is Leslie Samuel here from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time and until next time take care and God bless Three, five, two, four.